This is a presentation of DSP Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of What's on Eli's Mind, the show where we step into the brain of a 12-year-old and shop around, feel around, and try to figure out what the heck is going on in here. Because... Kids think the weirdest things. They say the weirdest things. Thank God some of them outgrow it. Yes, some of them. I, of course, am your gracious host, IndyCar Tim, and we are here once again. And Eli, it's been almost a full year since our last episode. We have to be better about that. We do. This is all your fault, by the way. Is it, though? It is. You're responsible for content on this show, and uh, you you don't bring it to me very often. I emailed you a list of things. And that's what we're doing today. So Eli, in his infinite Eli brain, mm-hmm. had some questions that he emailed to me. Uh, two of them were about guns, which we did our first episode about, so we're skipping those. We'll do those at a later date. Uh, He wanted to talk about the history of guns and the coolest looking guns. So we'll do that on a later show. But the three bullet points, Eli, that were in your email that I thought we could address today. Why are stores so close together? Um, And this question perplexed and confused me for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Because I didn't know what kind of stores you were talking about probably should have specified you could have specified but that's why we're on the air now eli that's part of the show Mm -hmm. so would you like to explain your question why are stores so close together for our listening audience so why are like competitors why are competitors so close to each other when most of the time they would probably not want people to be going there and seeing that they're they're competitors so in your Eli brain, you think that like McDonald's should just build out in the in a vacant lot in the middle of nowhere so that they don't have any competitors around, right? No, they should they should build off like on a road that people use, not buy other places. Oh, but you question why there's sometimes a McDonald's and a Burger King and a Wendy's and Taco Boy and all that like right next to each other, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, to answer your question, Eli. This is um, designed, this is planned, um, and this is a thing that retailers do that is called clustering, all right? And it is a theory that uh, businesses want to locate themselves near uh, the, the center of their, say, potential customer population. Uh, That way they are exposed to the most amount of people. So when you have multiple competitors existing, uh, I mean, it would make sense. Say if they're working together, 
to, to spread out so that each competitor would have a share of that customer population. Okay. But of course they don't work together. So that, I mean, that arrangement shouldn't work. Um, shouldn't, but it does. Shouldn't work. Each competitor though makes the same decision to move to the best location. So, uh, there's mathematics involved with all of this, and it's very convoluted sometimes. But basically, like like we talked about before, um, you have these fast food restaurants <clears throat> that go up usually around like shopping centers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this day and age, you could day and age they go up around uh, WalMarts, super WalMarts, because mm-hmm. those are freaking everywhere. Like the Walmart over there, there's like everything. There's like Chick Fil A. Yeah, so McDonald's. Walmart's Walmart's attract a lot of people. So that being the case, um, they want to build their restaurants or their stores or whatever shops around population centers. Okay, around either neighborhoods or around other shopping centers like that. I think the Wendy's by um, where we exit by. By 360 has whatever it's called. The the highway has it pretty good because they're the closest to like a lot of people. Yeah, and I mean, where it, so that's a, an example of being built around. And there's little strip centers and stuff over there. It's not by itself, but that's yeah an example of it being built near a a population base that that is um that's a neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. So. Usually when a retailer or fast food place opens a new location away from current clustering or away from other stores, all right, they just say, hey, you know what? We're going to put a store out here, there, and there aren't any. Well, one of two things are going to happen. It's either going to fail um, because it's not capturing enough customers and consumers, mm-hmm. so it's going to close. Or if it is successful, it will cause competing stores to open nearby. Yep. And it will become a cluster, right? So we kind of saw that up the street here, up by Walmart. We know the Walmart was there first, but then we, you know we saw uh, the 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 uh, Whataburger was mm-hmm. the first thing that opened up out really? there, and we were very excited because there was really nothing else out there. And now you have a Roses. You have That's a Taco new. Bueno, you have a McDonald's, you have a Panda Express. I don't like Panda You Express. have, well, they're not one of our sponsors, so we're good. None um, of them are. Hopefully, Rose you just have You just have a number of, of other now fast food places, and it has developed to be a cluster across the street from uh, Walmart in Crossroads, Texas, which is very close to where we live. So... That short and sweet, Eli, is why they build stores so close to each other. Does that kind of make sense now? Yeah. Um, now, I cannot explain why they build two, three, four, five, six Starbucks coffee places so close to each other. <laughs> yeah, they build those really Because close. literally, we have probably five of them in a, what, two-square-mile area in our neighborhood. There's one in the Kroger. There's one across the street from the Kroger. There's one down by Walmart. There's one outside the Walmart in the shopping center. It's they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evil empire that is Starbucks. I'm looking it up on Google Maps. Yes, sir. There are. Look, look how close those are together. 
Yes, that is crazy. And count the red dots. How many is that? There is one, two, well, in a cluster. Just count all the red dots you had on your screen right there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Like all in one area. Seventeen Starbucks on his little Google Google map page, which is really just our neighborhood and some surrounding neighborhoods. Look, That's a lot. Wait, look at this one. Look at that. There are three right by each other, built yep, off yep. one road. Yep, and that's what I was saying. They're just nobody can explain that like, phenomenon. You can probably see all of them from one. Probably you can probably throw coffee cups at each other <laughs> um, if if you're there. So coffee cup launchers. So hopefully that answers your question, Eli, and that sort of educates the listening audience as to why they build stores so close to each other. It is certainly planned. It is not a mistake. Uh, doesn't mean it's always successful. But that's just the way it is. So, moving on to our next topic for your show, let's get into the ugliest dog breeds because we do love our puppies. We do. Don't we love our puppies? We mm-hmm. love our puppies very, very much. Uh, we're down to two uh, for those of you. It's, well, it's been a year since we broadcast. So, we're yeah. down to two. We had four. We have recently lost um, our puppy, Lucy, who we don't know what kind of dog she was. She was a rescue. Uh, we feel like she had blue healer in her, but she was by far the literally the sweetest dog that ever existed because all she wanted you to do was pet her and love her, and she was happy. She was very happy with her. We life. never knew how old she was, though, because, we again, we did rescue her. So we she started having some issues there later on and, and uh, couldn't really get up and stand up and walk, so we took her to the vet. and um, Things went south after that. So, uh, Lucy is no longer with us. We have also lost, more recently, uh, my puppy, Piper, who was another rescue, or all of our dogs are pretty much rescues, but um, Piper was a part Dachshund and we think part Scottish Terrier. And she was also sweet. Um, and we don't really know what happened to her. She got ill and, uh, wouldn't eat, couldn't get her to eat. And then she got very lethargic the next day. And literally after, uh, I w- would take her two days. Cause I think that all started on, f- on a Thursday or a Friday. I was like, well, I'm going to watch her over the weekend and Monday I'll take her to the vet. Well, she didn't make it to Monday. Under my bed. Died under your bed in your room. Slept uh, in your room. Tragic passing. Uh, but now she still haunts your room. She does. The puppy ghost of Piper haunts your room where she passed away under your bed. We did have to move your bed, though. We did. Thought maybe that would make her go away and confuse the puppy smelled, ghost. Smelled bad for a few days. But the, <laughs> gross. It did. But the puppy ghost couldn't sleep in bed. Uh, still sleeps with Eli in his room, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just fine, so... Let's get into mind. let's get, we are as a family we are puppy dog lovers. We do mm-hmm. love the puppy dog. Not no so much, cats. Not so much cats, but puppy I mean dogs you. for sure. You don't like cats. Um adorable. So let's get into the uh top ten ugliest dog breeds. And this is from a website called the IFOD, the interesting fact of the day blog. Oh wait, sorry, that was the last one. I'm still on <laughs> yeah, the last I was one. really confused. Uh this is from pethelpful.com. Their article from May 29th, 2019, uh, written by someone named Miss Lil Atlanta. 
don't even know what any of that means. I think that's a title, not a real name. No, I'm pretty sure that's because that's usually the byline. That's where the person's uh, <laughs> name goes that wrote it. Um, so, yes, the article's by Miss Lil Atlanta. So that apparently is her working name. Or his. Or, or his. I mean, you never know. This is 2021, <laughs> so it is what it is. It's the future. Um, before we get into our list, though, Eli, we need to pay some bills. We need to let everyone know that this episode is brought to you by MySleepSheets.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for the perfect night's sleep with just the right amount of melatonin, uh, don't take a pill. Take a sheet. Sleep Sheets. MySleepSheets.com. Uh, order your stuff over there. Uh, perfect night's sleep. Don't guess on the dosage. Should you take the one megagram, megagram, one milligram melatonin pill? Dude, I want a megagram. Um, the, the five milligram, the 10 mil, don't guess. There's a perfect amount of melatonin in each sleep sheet. Coming soon, energy sheets. You don't want to take those together, Eli. That would confuse your body tremendously. That very much would. But go over to mysleepsheets.com. And uh, buy you some sleep sheets. The uh, honey flavored, God, they're amazing. They taste great. The kids like them. I like them. Perfect amount of sleep every night. MySleepSheets.com. Thank you, My Sleep Sheets. So now the ugliest dogs, according to Pet Helpful and Miss Lil Atlanta. And we start. Oh, I have breaking news on my phone. <gasps> what is it? Uh, Tiger Woods was injured in a one-car rollover accident and had to be removed from the vehicle using the jaws of life. So we'll look that up and uh, discuss that on our other podcast, the uh, From the Rough, which will air tomorrow. Uh, anyway, the top 10 ugliest dog breeds in the world from Pet Helpful and Miss Little Atlanta. Number 10, Eli. Let's see if we disagree with any of these. Number 10 is the Bedlington Terrier. Um, and this is a podcast, so we can't show pictures, but look it up because it is one ugly dog, Eli. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going. looks like somebody dropped it on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, too many times. Looks like, one of your, looks like one of your brothers, kind of. We won't say which one. We won't. There are too many to It says, count. believe it or not, the Bedlington Terrier's coat doesn't naturally grow in this bizarre formation. But for the many people who force their dogs to display this atrocious hairstyle, they're making the Bedlington Terrier's one of the least attractive dogs to look at oh, it and it's, puppies. It's, well, I'm sure they're sweet puppies, but dude, that is oh, all ugly the, most right there. Dogs are sweet. If you turn Number on. nine on our list, Eli, the Borzoi. That's a weird name. And it kind of, I mean, it kind of looks like a, uh, what do you call it? It's like a greyhound, but with a bunch, a bunch of fur. It looks like it has a reverse mohawk. Kind of does, because the mohawk goes from the throat all the way around the stomach back mm-hmm. to the to the hoo-ha area back there. Uh says the Borzoi is a member of the Sighthound family and are not only one of the tallest breeds of dogs, oh. but they are also one of the ugliest dogs. It's needless to say that Borzoi are quite bizarre-looking canines. B-O-R-Z-O-I. Go look it up. The Borzoi. Uh, number eight on our list. God, that dog's ugly and big. He's fluffy. Uh, the Caucasian Mountain Dog. I hope that's not racist in this day and age. Can mm-hmm. I say Caucasian Mountain Dog? I don't know. I mean, that's the 
breed. Okay, so I guess probably. you're right. It doesn't matter that these days, though. That's what it is. The Caucasian Mountain Dogs are one of the tallest and ugliest breeds. It's like the Chow Chow's oversized obese cousin. What's the Chow Chow? It's a ch- uh, the Chow is probably on this list somewhere. We'll see. Ugh. We'll see. But number eight, the Caucasian Mountain Dog. I disagree with that one. Uh, you don't think that dog's very ugly? No, if like if you had him up like personally, he'd probably be really fun. Not like, well, they're all probably fun. They're puppy yeah. dogs. They can't help it if they're ugly. Kind of like y'all, all my kids can't help it if you're ugly, but you're a lot of fun in who person. Do you, who do you think we all get it from? I'm not gonna say a word. Your uh, your grandparents. Okay. Uh, number seven. As I move on without getting the crap beat out of me, <laughs> the Irish Wolfhound. Looks like Tolo. It, it looks. It doesn't look like Tolo. It, it looks like does. it's a homeless. I don't know what that looks like, but it looks like it needs a bath and a comb. And uh, it's another one of the sight hounds, which on average are the tallest breeds. It's also, with a doubt, without a doubt, one of the ugliest. Uh, Irish Wolfhound number seven. Go look that up, guys. Uh, number six. And that one, and it's had too much. Eli, I told you this looks like a dog that ran into a brick wall and couldn't see the wall so it kept running into the brick wall mm-hmm. and now the entire head is just a big swollen pulp um english bull terriers are the dogs that are well known for having egg-shaped heads by the way it's also the dog that is the brand dog for target stores because it's got the funny little mm-hmm. bullet or the target thing around his eyeball they animated it now so it doesn't look like that right uh, I think that all dogs are cute in some manner, including English Bull Terriers, but that doesn't mean they can't be ugly in another sense, too. Um, in this picture, you question whether or not if some alien species instead of an actual, if it's an alien species instead of an actual dog breed. Probably. Yeah, that's pretty dang ugly right there. How about that one? That looks like a mop. It does. Number five. It's cute. On our list of the ugliest dog breeds is the Pulley. Pooley, pooley, I don't know, P-U-L-I. I like pooley. Um, it's a Hungarian dog breed, a little dog that appears little. to have dreadlocks. So. Like the, pred- it's the predator puppy. It's like, yeah, it's like a predator puppy, but not the predator puppies that were on the predator yeah. on the movie. It's the better one. Because it's more, it's, <clears throat> this it's this more is pretty crazy, though. The pooley, look it up, guys. P-U-L-I, the pooley or pulley. But, uh, yeah, those are dreadlocks everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, the same one. Uh, no. th- and this dog looks very much the same. Um, matted. It has the matted dreadlocks look, and it is called the Commodore. But the pulleys are black, apparently, and the Commodores are white. They seem to have something in common. They do, and they're both referred <laughs> to as mop dogs. So there you go. And now, see, I think this dog is I adorable. At number I three... We uh, run into what resembles a mixture of an English Mastiff, a Bloodhound, and a Sharpay that's gone terribly wrong, as we have the Neapolitan Mastiff. Um, And if you know anything about Mastiffs, you know they're big. Um, And if you know anything about a Sharpay, you know they're just full of wrinkles. And this dog's face looks like it's melting off of his skull. It does. Doesn't it? That is insane. Doesn't mean it's not cute. Cute. Um, oh gosh! And our 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 last two are are there is no question they are the top two ugliest, and they could be one A and one B. Uh, as we go to number two of our ugliest dog breeds from PetHelpful.com, uh, the Mexican Hairless. 
Eli, have you ever seen a hairless dog? I've seen hairless cats. Disgusting. Those are even worse. <laughs> the worst. I mean, and this little dog dogs. in the picture has got a little bit of hair on his butt and a little bit of hair on top mm-hmm. of his head. He kind of looks like me when I get up in the morning. There's his tongue out. His eyes are partially closed. It's just weird. The Mexican hair, hairless. I don't know why anybody would want that as a pet. Hairless can't snuggle people? it. I don't know. I'm hairless. I don't want one. You have a beard. That's true. I do. And then number one. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. Just a haircut or why. It looks like a poodle gone wrong. Uh, The Chinese crested. First place for the world's ugliest dog goes to the Chinese crested. If any individual dog is famous for ugliness, it's this one. Personality certainly makes a dog adorable, but if they were only rated on their physical appearance, the Chinese crested would win or lose, depending on how you look at it. There's not one single attractive thing about this dog. Um, some of the breeds like pugs, it's said they're so ugly. It makes them cute. And that kind of applies to one of our dogs, our other dog. That's not Tolo poor ginger Baker as mm-hmm. she is a chug part Chihuahua part pug. She and, got the wrong places. Yeah. And part. she is kind of so ugly. She's almost cute. Looks like her eyes are about to pop out of her. She tiny looks little like head. a seal, but there's, there's no way the Chinese crested is, is cute. Many people claim that the Chinese crested is just a straight-up ugly dog. Bottom line, if it wasn't for the fact that dogs usually have great personalities and how they're man's best friend, it would be hard for many individuals to find these odd-looking pooches adorable, but in the end, isn't it the personality that truly makes the dog Eli? All in all, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Would you own one of these ugly dogs? Uh, I would own the... You'd probably own that one, wouldn't uh-huh. you? Uh-huh. Yep. And then uh, the, t- the the smaller mop dog. Caucasian mountain dog, or you would want the... The Mastiff. The and Commodore. No, the, the one above it. The ma- That's the Mastiff. Yeah, I know. And then I oh, would you want that, that one. one. Oh, yeah. the Pooley. Okay. Because it's tiny. Now moving on. Uh, let's look at the other side of the equation the as we have the cutest dogs. cutest dogs you wish you could cuddle all the time. Um, oh, here we go. I had to figure out how to do this. So we're going to skip. Um, I get to see all of them. We're going to start. We're just going to do 10. We're going to start at number 10. No, let's start at number one and then go to 10. Well, but number one is the the... The cutest. So we start oh. at number 10 and go down. Okay. You got it? So this is number 10, the dachshund. Smooth, wire-haired, or long-haired. There's a type of dachshund for everyone. They even come in two different sizes, standard and miniature. miniature. By the way, speaking of dogs. Um, I'm going to get them. All right, Eli. So the number nine dog on our list, the English setter. Uh, called the gentleman of the dog world, the English setter is known for both its style and its strength. Just don't describe their coats as spotted. The speckled pattern is known as Belton. I don't know what that cute. means. Could have picked a better picture, but it's cute. Uh, the English setter. Mm-hmm. We are going to, oh, you know what? That was number 11. I went the wrong way, so now we're mm-hmm. doing the top 11. 
So you had number 11, the English Setter, number 10, the Dachshund. By the way, the confusingly spelled Dachshund, because it looks like you should say it Dachshund. 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 Number nine, and one of my all-time favorite dogs in the dog world, Eli. So cute. By the way, this list comes to us from goodhousekeeping.com and the great Carolyn Picard. Mm -hmm. Um, French Bulldog at number nine, Eli. It's no surprise that city dwellers spot Frenchies on almost every block. The low-energy, big-eared pups are probably the cutest roommates you could have. Plus, they never leave dishes in the sink. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. They're dogs. They oh, that's true. Yeah. That's why they're good roommates. Mm-hmm. They're also dogs. Isn't that cute? I love French Bulldogs. Those are so Those are I. the best. Number eight. I'm not a fan of these dogs. Um, speaking of the Yorkshire Terrier, not not a, not a fan of these dogs. I mean, I don't hate them, but don't hate them, don't love them, don't love them. Uh, started off working in Victorian factories, but their gorgeous and hypoallergenic fur soon earned them a reputation in elite circles as an adorable companion. And these, of course, are the dogs that you see the celebrities carrying around in their purses. And I don't understand that still. It's crazy. Uh, I do love these dogs. Number seven on our list of the cutest dog breeds that you want to cuddle. From GoodHousekeeping.com, the Golden Retriever. One of the most popular dogs in the country, and it's for a reason. Goldens look photo-ready no matter what. They're so cute. They take really good pictures, too. That is exactly right. Unlike our dogs. And being a retriever, it It likes to play. It likes to fetch. It likes Mm -hmm. to chase the balls around and... Bring them back to you. It's it's a good one. Uh, number number six, the Shetland Sheepdog loves kids, loves cuddles. With a face like this, Eli, what more could you need? The Shetland Sheepdog. They picked the wrong photo. It looks real. Microphone there. It looks really weird, but it's probably cute. Oh, it's very cute. Pretty I've seen cute. those dogs. They're very cute. You've seen a lot of dogs. Uh, number five on our list, Eli. Do you like Snoopy? Mm-hmm. The cartoon? Mm-hmm. Well, Snoopy is a beagle, and the beagle is number five on our Ooh. list. Uh, Snoopy may be the world's most popular beagle, but the three-dimensional ones are just as charming. The lovable hounds like to follow their noses occasionally right into trouble. Oh, no. They're cute, and they're very loyal from what I understand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love these as well. Number four on our list, the American Staffordshire Terrier. American Staffordshire Terriers are just one of the breeds popularly called pit bulls, but don't let the stereotypes fool you. These good-natured and smart pups love being part of the family. That one's really cute. In the With picture. his head all turned in the picture, mm-hmm. it looks like and he's playing in the snow, huh? Probably. Yep. We know a little bit about snow here in North Texas recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three on our list, Eli. The Australian Shepherd. Beauty and brains, Aussies have got it all. These intelligent pups like having a job to do, so the people pleasers pick up new tricks right away. They're very easy to teach tricks to, unlike our dogs. What? Uh, Number two on our list, i.e., what do we have at number two? The Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Trust the Queen of England to have an excellent taste in dogs. Elizabeth Two. Elizabeth II's love for corgis goes unmatched. She's she's had over thirty of them in her lifetime. That is insane. I'm not a big fan of the 
of these dogs because they, they're cute. They're cute in the face, but it looks like a somebody put a German Shepherd like in a shrink ray. Like a little just, bit. Especially with their legs and stuff. So it's number one. Pembroke Welsh Corgi number two. Eli, please share with us the number one cutest dog in the world that makes you want to cuddle. The Siberian Husky. Yes. The only thing better than an than one adorable husky is an entire sled team of them. Just just be prepared for their outsized energy. They are very energetic dogs. Um, and the Siberian Husky is one of the prettiest dogs. I know one of my many, many brothers like loves Huskies. How many brothers do you have? I don't know anymore. I don't really know either. Which brother it's likes Siberian Huskies? Parker. Oh, he does? Yeah. I thought he just loved all dogs. Huskies. He likes Huskies. Oh, he just husky likes Huskies, huskies in general. All right. Did you know people dye Huskies with like rainbow fur? Oh my gosh. No, but it does it not surprise so me at all. It looks weird. Good Lord. What is wrong with people, Eli? Everything. Well, that is our episode today for February 23rd, 2021. That is what is on Eli's mind currently. And we'll fi- more. We'll figure out. Oh, gosh, so much every day. All I hear is the quiet. I'm like, Eli, just write it down. We'll put it in a show. Yeah. What did you just ask me earlier tonight or today? don't remember. I don't remember either because everything's so random. Something about why are there four walls or something random like that. I don't remember what it was that you asked me, but it was pretty funny. So we will continue to write down Eli's weird questions and pick on what's in his little 12-year-old child brain Mm -hmm. and bring you the next episode uh, when we come up with it. We're going to try to do them weekly because trust Mm -hmm. me, he's got enough things in his brain. We can do this thing weekly, so... Uh, We'll put all that together, check back with you guys. Uh, Make sure you go over to dspmediaonline.com to check out all the great family of podcasts within our family under our umbrella. Uh, Go over and make sure you check out all of our great sponsors, the Highlands Performance Golf Center, highlandspgc.com, Sleep Sheets over at mysleepsheets.com, rhapsodyspirits.com, and uh, CowboysSI.com for all the latest Cowboys news and happenings and what's up with Dak's contract. Go check out those boys over there for all that information. I am Tim. He is Eli. Until next time, thanks for listening and be safe.